This episode of the Knox Comedy Podcast is brought to you by LaughAddicts.com. LaughAddicts.com is a website by comedians for comedians where you can network with other comics, find gigs, find comedians for your shows, watch videos of comics from around the country, and submit a video of your best joke for a chance to win $50 cash. Visit LaughAddicts.com for more information. That's LaughAddix.com. Now on to the podcast. In this episode of the Knox Comedy Podcast, we'll discuss a recent tirade against myself by local comedy club owner Bobby Jewell, as well as hear some stand-up from locals Angela Garoni, Barney Young, Matt Chadorn, and Matt Morris. you also hear an interview with Baron Vaughn, who recently came to town as well to do a comedy show at the Pilot Light, and you'll also hear some stand-up from Ryan Singer and Alex Cole, who will be coming to Knoxville in December. First up, we have Alex Cole, who will be performing with me on the final date of my Dork for Live comedy tour on Wednesday, December 11th at The Well in Knoxville. Here's Alex Cole. Uh, I called my mom the other day, and I was like, Hi, Mom. And she said, Son, is that you? And I was like, Yeah, Mom, it's me. And she said, But you've been dead for 15 years. And I was like, Oh, shit. Wrong number. I know, it's a very sensitive situation. Uh, but I think I handled it properly, because then I said, Boo! And I hung it up. Like some people, you've heard this, they say there's no I in team, right? However... There's a U in fuckface. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm sorry, it's a stupid question. It's in the dictionary. I'm just saying be ready for everything that life has to throw at you. Like the other night, my lady and I having some pretty wild sex. Again! And she fell out of bed onto the floor. I know, but it was cool. Uh, I just yelled, five second rule, and kept fucking. You know what I'm saying? That was Alex Cole from his CD, Wizard Hello. You can catch him at the well on Wednesday, December 11th, with myself. That is the final day of my Dork for Life comedy tour. 15 shows in 16 days. That tour is finalized, and uh, here are the dates for that tour. Starting on Tuesday, November 26th at Woodlands Tavern in Columbus, Ohio with Kenny's and Linghouse. Wednesday, November 27th at The Lodge in Lancaster, Ohio. Friday, November 29th at the Epic Comedy Hour at Low Mill Arts in Huntsville, Alabama. Saturday, November 30th, I will be at Comedy Whatever at Alchemy Tavern in Mobile, Alabama. 
Sunday, December 1st, I'll be at the New Orleans Comedy Hour, the NOLA Comedy Hour at Hilo Lounge in New Orleans. Monday, December 2nd, I'll be at the Warehouse in Tallahassee, Florida. Tuesday, December 3rd, I'll be at 1982 in Gainesville, Florida. Wednesday, December 4th, at Lil Indies, besides Will's Pub in Orlando. Thursday, December 5th, I will be at the brand new Big House Gallery in Jacksonville. Friday, December 6th, I will be at Red Door Tavern in Columbia, South Carolina. Saturday, December 7th, I will be at the Wormhole in Savannah, Georgia. Sunday, December 8th, I'll be at Tir Nanag in Raleigh, North Carolina. Monday, December 9th, I will be at Crown Station in Charlotte, North Carolina. Tuesday, December 10th, at the Auditorium in Asheville, North Carolina. And then, of course, Wednesday, December 11th, at The Well with Alex Cole. Now I'm going to play a clip from Matt Morris, formerly a Chattanooga comic, who's now living a little bit closer to Knoxville. This was recorded Sunday, November 3rd at Preservation Pub. They used to have witty titles. I guess something that kind of made it interesting when I was younger is that they used to have witty titles for porn. Remember the funny witty titles that they used to have for porn? Like, Forrest Hump? (laughs) Saving Ryan's Privates? My favorite, Glad I Ate Her, starring Russell Ho. It's a real. Now they're just so bland and obvious. All these titles are so bland and obvious. Hey man, did you see uh, Barely Legal Black Coeds Do Anal? No, no, what's it about? I got a friend who I, I hate when people call me after a long time and act like no time has passed. The guy called me after 10 years and said he wanted to borrow $100. I said, I'll get back to you. I called him 10 years later and said, no. <laughs> you know, a lot of guys now propose to their girlfriends in very unusual ways. You see it on the jumbo screen in the stadium. I'm the one who started that. A number of years ago, I proposed to my girlfriend in an unusual way. I wrote it inside a fortune cookie. We were in a Chinese restaurant. She opened up the fortune cookie and said, will you marry me? She got very excited. She ran into the kitchen, hugged the Chinese cook, and said, yes, I will marry you. <laughs> That was Barney Young recorded Sunday, November 3rd at Upstairs Underground Comedy Show Preservation Pub in the Speakeasy, the second floor of Preservation Pub. Before that, you heard Matt Morris recorded that very same night in that very same stage. Okay, so here we are. You probably started listening because I said something about the debate about Bobby Jewell. You may not even know who Bobby Jewell is, but Bobby Jewell is the owner of the comedy club here in Knoxville, Side Splitters Comedy Club. He also owns a Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. On Thursday, this would be, I guess, a couple weeks back now, Bobby got on stage after a poorly attended open mic at his club and spent somewhere between 5 to 15 minutes, the reports vary, telling the world that I was a piece of shit and uh, basically just running me into the ground in any way he possibly could. Uh, I will not say anything besides this. Bobby, if you do listen to this, I don't hate you. I'm never going to kiss your ass for a gig but I don't hate you. I understand there's something going on in your life that makes you lash out the way you do. And for that, I'm sorry. That's it, folks. We don't badmouth here on the podcast. Do want to announce, uh, we announced this on Friday, November 8th at the finals of the Rocky Top Comedy Contest. 
we are having in 2014, in November of 2014, we're having our first Scruffy City Comedy Festival, which will feature comics from all over the country, including some amazing headliners. But we did want to put that announcement out there and let people know the Scruffy City Comedy Festival is coming to Knoxville, Tennessee. Scruffy City Comedy Festival, you can follow that on Twitter at Scruffy Comedy, or you can go to uh, Facebook and find it at facebook.com forward slash Scruffy City Comedy. Now I'm going to play an interview with Baron Vaughn recorded when he came to town on Wednesday, October 30th and performed at the Pilot Light. This is Baron Vaughn. I'm here with Baron Vaughn. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about um, the shows that you've done mm-hmm. since you went down to the Improv in Atlanta. Yeah. On this run here in October. Mm-hmm. Um, I contacted you a couple months back and was just interested in having you come to a show but we've now got kind of a developing network of other yeah. one-nighters. A, uh, a multi-tentacled beast of comedy. Some of the rooms are you know, all over the board. You know, Some of them are perfect comedy rooms. Some of them are bars. But all of them have been great. Um, some shows better than others, but then uh, the shows that even quote-unquote weren't that good were still great. Now let's talk about um, Huntsville. Yeah. You are probably the second name that they've brought through. The, the period. second quote unquote name. Yeah, Shane Moss was the last. Was their guy started out with. Yeah. Yeah, was their first um, person that's been on television that did, did a comedy show there. Okay. They've got a successful show called uh, Epic Comedy Hour. Yes. Which they probably told you a little they bit. They did about. tell me about it because it's an amazing I, show. They told me they were trying to book somebody that I texted the next day and gave a big fat vouch for them. I was oh. like, you will have a blast here. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, Nate, Nate Bargatze. And uh, tell me about Huntsville. Tell me about uh, the show. Tell yeah, me about getting you know, there. All that. I mean, I, I Huntsville was a, was was pretty interesting because I um, first off I got to uh, reconnect with a, a friend from our college that I haven't seen in a long time who is from Huntsville and lives there again with his wife and I stayed in their house in this beautiful farm. It was quite quite. But he, his wife, his mom, his dad, his sister, sister's boyfriend, and his wife's parents all came to the show. As well. Awesome. So I was like, mm, these dick jokes are going to be awkward. Um, but it was a fun time. It was at a place called the, the Sports Page. I guess there was it was supposed to be somewhere else, but something happened with the venue and they switched it to the Sports Page, which was great. It was packed. You know, um, half the people were there specifically to see the show. And I think that they have a pretty good following, especially with the epic show that they do. Mm-hmm. So people are, 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 people in Huntsville are coming out to see stuff. Uh, and then the other half of the audience, I thought at the beginning of the show was just there at the bar mm-hmm. to drink and watch the World Series, you know, or whatever was on. There was a football game on as well. Um, but it turned out that they seemed to also be there for the show. So it was, I, I don't even know. I mean, it had to be, it was over 100 people at least. Yeah. Um, in a bar that you can still smoke in, which I'm not used to. Um, but it was just, it was really great. Like, um, the guy, it was the sports page, it was the guy who owned the bar, Mike, was incredibly hospitable. Um, some of the other comics that were on the show, I'm trying to remember, there was a, there was a bunch of people, Jonathan Craig, um, Scott Eason, um, Brandon Iams. Yeah, those are a couple of the comics that were on, you know, and they're all, they're all pretty young. Uh, the host's name was Justin. Maybe I think it's yep. Justin Ludlow. Justin Ludlow. And um, yeah, they're all you know they're all pretty young in the comedy. I mean to say, and because uh, you know they're various ages. That's how comedy goes. You can start at any age really, but your comedy age is always a different thing. Uh, you know it was it was a fun time. And then uh, last night was Asheville, and Asheville has 
quite the scene they've got going on. I feel like Huntsville is what Asheville was a couple of years ago. Absolutely, yeah. Um, maybe even 10 years ago, because it seems like I'm hearing more and more about um, all the different rooms in Asheville. I'm hearing mm -hmm. more and more about all these comics that are coming out of Asheville. So Peter Smith you, So you did Lab. Dude, yeah, I did the lab. Lab is a great room. It was like, great. It's a great setup. Um, and I met this other guy, Ben Atkins, who years ago tried to get me to come to the lab. Yeah. And um, then who else? Who else was around on that? Who was on that show? Um, very funny gentleman named Tom. Uh, Tom Peters. Tom Peters. Yeah. Um, there was a Tom. There was a John. <laughs> <laughs> so they've kind of incubated yeah. their own scene. Grayson. She was very funny. Grayson yeah. Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Grayson Morris. Um, and and Morrison, Pete I spoke uh, smoked. He he, MC'd. I yeah. said I meant to say Pete spoke, you know, because <laughs> when you when you do comedy, sometimes yeah. you speak. It's part of it, very integral. He's, um, uh, but yeah, the lab was great, and I hear about all these other rooms. Altamont, I've heard people have done that theater there, yeah. and uh, the uh, back room. Uh, my friend Mark Mike Lawrence is actually going to be there on fr Friday tomorrow. I think they've got a funny business room now. The agency. So, that's what it is, yeah. That's Yoder what, room. Yeah, it started with Laugh Your Asheville Off. They started having their own independent shows probably about five, four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And then Funny Business came in about three and a half years ago and did a room for about a year. And uh, it closed down, and then there wasn't a club there. So that's their going back into Asheville to start up a... To try, well, I mean, there's a there's a following there now. There's there's a market for my, it, for My sure. show is absolutely packed. Oh, really? And the comics... That's not a good. bad room. That's a no, eighty people or so. It was it was great. It had to be at least a hundred again. Yeah. Uh, but it was like standing room. You know, people were just packed in in there. Yeah. So people in in the Vills of Ash and Hunts are coming out to shows. So how do you feel about doing these these independent shows? Have you done something like this before? In this no. At all? Not or like in this, this part of the country. You know, um, because even when Ben Atkins a long time ago asked me to come to the lab, it you was just like, needed something else to connect with it. Yeah, it was just kind of like it by itself didn't justify the trip. Like I would have had to have paid as yeah. much to get there, as much as I would have made, which I have done in the past when of I was course. more financially secure. Yeah. But now it's just kind of like I have to, you, you know, I, I hate that I'm chasing money in my pocket tomorrow, but that's what it's like for me right now. Um, you got, you just have to you know exactly yeah. know how much you're spending on your trip exactly your gas, so your... and I've been talking a big you know I've been talking to other comics about what's going on down here and just telling them that like yeah if you want there's like a week's worth of shows you can do and it justifies itself you know I would prefer and hope that it remains this way that the local indie scenes get bigger and bigger and that the local shows are what drive the comedy voices. That was my interview with Baron Vaughn talking about his big shows on his recent run of the Southeast. Now here's some shows coming up in the next six weeks or so. This is our live comedy calendar for the next six weeks. On Friday, November 22nd, we have the next Comedy Booze Cruise. Performing on this show will be Kelly Rowland and Art Sturdivant. Kelly is from Asheville. Art is from Greenville, South Carolina, along with Hunter Roberts from Johnson City and locals Dallas Delaney, Boston McCown, Danny Whitson, Matt Shadorn, Tyler Sonicson, and Debbie Johnson. Sunday, November 24th, the Upstairs Underground at the second floor speakeasy at Preservation Pub presents Carmen Morales. Carmen returns to Preservation Pub after a very well-received performance almost a year back. That show is free, starts at 8 p.m., 
and that is again on the second floor at Preservation Pub. Tuesday, November 26th, Knox Comedy Live presents Jake Sharon. Jake performs all over the country, including the Comedy Works in Denver, where he is a regular. That show is free, and it is at Two Doors Down in Maryville. It begins at 9 o'clock. Jeff Blank will be hosting that show, and we'll have a great lineup of locals on that as well. Wednesday, December 11th, we have Alex Cole. He's been featured on Conan and Comedy Central. I will be featuring for Alex on that show. Also on that show will be Angela Garoni and Matt Chadorn. That is the final show of the Dork for Life Comedy Tour. Tickets are $8.50 in advance after service fee and $10 at the door. That is an 8 p.m. showtime. And again, that is at the well in Bearden, West Knoxville neighborhood. That is a busy week for comedy. We also have on Friday, December 13th, the Friday the 13th Christmas Comedy Booze Cruise. Tickets are $10 in advance, $10.50 after service fee, and $12 at the dock. And then, the very next night, we welcome back from the Organic Comedy Tour, Ryan Singer at the Pilot Light. Knox Comedy Live presents Ryan Singer, Saturday, November 14th. Tickets are $8.50 in advance, $10 at the door. And the last show I want to announce, also at the Pilot Light, on Wednesday, December 18th, we have The Roast of Harry Potter. Now we're going to get to a track from Ryan Singer from his comedy album, Comedy Wonder Town. This is Ryan Singer, who will be performing at the Pilot Light on Saturday, December 14th. I am a luxury. Well, let me explain what that means. I am not a necessity in this society. I don't know how to do shit, dude. Like, I am a luxury. I'd be left outside the cave. When I was in fifth grade in social studies class, we had this exercise where we were given a list of like 40 different professions. Only 15 of them got to go inside the cave to survive a nuclear bomb so they could rebuild society, right? You had architect, farmer, doctor, teacher, comedian. Outside the cave, bro. Because a doctor can be a little bit funny every once in a while. I can't be a little bit doctor. They say laughter is the best medicine, but I seriously doubt anyone in this room really wants to put that shit to the test. What's the matter, your appendix is bursting, you might die? Get over here, I got some dick jokes for you. Eh? I realized I'm getting older because it occurred to me I've been masturbating for more years than I have not been. Hey! How's that feel? Oh, you're dead. Outside the cave, dude. Outside the cave, man. That was Ryan Singer from his album Comedy Wondertown. Again, Ryan will be returning to Knoxville for the first time since January when he was here on the Organic Comedy Tour. That's Saturday, December 14th at the Pilot Light. Now I want to play a clip by Angela Garoni, recorded live November 3rd at Preservation Pub during the Upstairs Underground Comedy Show. This is Angela Garoni. So I get hit on a lot in strange ways, but I'm learning to adapt. Like I got called a plus-size Zoe Deschanel. It's like half a compliment, right? She's real cute. They said plus size, which is kind of nice, I guess. Or like I just get hit on by black men, which is fine. I'm equal opportunity. I'm from Memphis, I got used to it. But it was the way that it happened. Like, mm, girl, you thick. <laughs> What you been eating? <laughs> Looks like you been eating cornbread. I don't like cornbread. Actually, sir, I don't like it. I don't know what's happening right now. 
if you want to go on a date or be my Weight Watchers coach. Because it sounds like I should have been keeping a food diary. I think biscuits and gravy were involved, but don't quote me. I don't know. Or like this guy came up and was like, mm, 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 mm. I love it when a woman just lets her stomach hang out. Now that one is like not even a compliment, right? I had to just laugh, and then I thought, hold on a second. I'm wearing Spanx. I'm supposed to be preventing this. I'm returning these. This is bullshit. He's not working. This homeless man has told me I'm a real woman. In a strange way. That was Angela Garoni, recorded live November 3rd at Preservation Pub, the second floor speakeasies, part of the Upstairs Underground Comedy Show. Big congrats to Matt Chidorn for winning the 2014 Rocky Top Comedy Contest. It was an amazing contest this year. We had 12 fantastic finalists, but Matt came out on top. And now we're going to have a special treat for you. This is the full set from that evening, uh, Friday, November 8th at the Well for the finals of the Rocky Top Comedy Contest from Matt Chidorn. This is his winning set. Thanks, Matt. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, so uh, I was at Walgreens the other day, and someone mistook me for an employee, but I think he thought I was the manager, so that felt pretty good. I saw the movie Jaws again recently. Um, and if you haven't seen it recently, that's a movie that still holds up. It's still really scary. And I was very frightened until I remembered that uh, sharks aren't real. Um, and that's how I got to sleep last night. Um, in my defense, sharks seem like the most fictional animal that actually exists. Shark seems like, if you asked a five-year-old to describe a monster, he would just describe a shark and be like, it's got a giant mouth with five rows of razor-sharp teeth. And it can smell your blood from miles away. And it's always moving, and it never sleeps. Um, for those of you that didn't laugh, those are all real facts about sharks. Um, thanks, Discovery Channel. Um, I can't watch a lot of scary movies, because um, I'm a huge coward. I don't mind telling you guys that. I feel like this is a safe space. I feel like dialogue here. And um, now I'm afraid of a lot of things. I'm afraid of the dark. Um, you know, and there are people who will tell you that there is nothing in the dark that isn't there in the light, and those people are called liars. And they're just waiting to get you in the dark, and they're gonna mess you up, so... Watch out for them. Um, I'm, I'm terrified of werewolves, right? Nobody... Come on, guys. A werewolf is a guy who turns into a giant wolf. I have no plan for regular-sized wolf. Medium-sized dog, I'm pretty much out of my weight class. You're like, hey, Matt, could you beat up that chocolate lab? You'd be like, I don't know. Can I fight the whippet? He looks fast, but I bet he's a bleeder. Um, I'm afraid of spiders, right? That's a comment. Somebody's got to be afraid of spiders. Nobody? I'm not afraid of being bitten by a spider, but I am afraid that while I'm asleep, like a spider's gonna put his foot in my mouth. <laughs> that I'm terrified that while I'm asleep, they're just dangling webs over my face. Just like, do it. I'm gonna do it, well do it, I'm gonna, I said I was gonna do it. Well, everybody's watching, just do it, do it. Oh, it's the wedding girls, oh my God, oh. 
disgusting. Yo, hand me that spider-sized bottle of Purell. Um, I'm not afraid of the end of the world. I think a lot of people are afraid of that. I'm not. Um, I'm kind of actually looking forward to the end of the world, really. Um, every, and I know I shouldn't get my hopes up because I got burned pretty bad by those fucking Mayans last year. Um, I mean, they had a calendar and everything. It felt legit, right? Like, it felt like a real thing. But, uh, I mean, I don't want anybody to get hurt, you know, but it's just like, it's just like life is so hard and complicated. And if the world ended, so many existential questions that I worry about every day are just out the window. You know, it's like, what am I doing with my life? Am I, am I in the right job? Am I with the right person? You know, it's like, if the world ends, it's, it's completely simplified. It's like, oh, what should I do with my life? I should probably devote my time to avoiding the snake god Quetzalcoatl and his wrath. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry, boss. I am not going to be able to make it in today because it is raining blood. And I just, I don't know how my car is going to perform in blood. Um, but I am watching the Weather Channel, and if this toad front passes this over, I will definitely be in Monday. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I forgot our anniversary because I was busy boarding up the house to protect us from hordes of the undead. All right? I don't know what the proper third anniversary gift is, but I'm pretty sure it's not zombie bite, so why don't you get off my back? <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop crying. Please stop crying. I'm not mad at you. I'm just, I'm just a little on edge ever since I got bit by that zombie. Um, I am afraid of zombies, too. I'll add that to the list. Um, I'm afraid of being bitten by a zombie, becoming a zombie, mostly because... Uh, I'm a vegetarian, and I hate the idea that my body would be eating meat after I'm dead. It's kind of violating my principles. Because then, then people would see my, my corpse just shuffling around, and they'd be like, look at that. Remember when he gave us that two-hour lecture on the evils of factory farming? What a hypocrite. Uh, I'm from New Jersey originally. Um, uh, not from the South, so I find your accents shrill and irritating. Um, but, uh, but one thing I do love about the South is, um, is, is just uh, people in the South talking metaphors. It's really beautiful. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm sweating like a horror in church. It's, it's, it's kind of poetic, paints a little picture. It's great. My wife is from the South, and she has like a uh, hundred of these these uh, folksy sayings like in her pocket any, for any situation. Uh, but every once in a while she throws one out that it makes absolutely no sense to me. Like the other day, it was raining and uh, it was also sunny out. And she's like, oh, that means the devil's beating his wife. <laughs> anybody heard this? I, this, was, this was news to me. I, uh, this is a lot of mythology dropped on me all at once. But first off, the devil's got a wife. I wouldn't doubt the devil would beat his wife. He seems like kind of an asshole, but... But, like, who's dating the devil? I mean, this, some women have bad taste in men, but come on. It's kind of... and, and what does that even mean? It's like getting beaten by your husband is both sunny and rainy. It's both good and bad. Like, at least you're married. Um, you can't afford to be too picky at your age. Deborah, uh, wife of the devil, who uh, ironically met him on a Christian mingle.
And that was Matt Chadorn recorded live at the well during the finals of the 2013 Rocky Top Comedy Contest. He walked away with the trophy, $250 cash. He was excited. He won. Pretty awesome. Great set. You can also catch him in the future performing November 22nd on the Comedy Booze Cruise or with myself on December 11th at the well uh, for the Alex Cole Show and the final show of my Dork for Life comedy tour. That does it for this episode of the Knox Comedy Podcast. You can follow our comedy scene uh, on Twitter at Knoxville Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ward Comedy or catch me on the road on my Dork for Life comedy tour in November and December. Uh, you can find the tour dates for that on wardcomedy.com. As always, support live comedy and keep Knoxville funny, everybody. Corn on top.